Episode 5, My Lunch with Howard Kramer and Paul Danke. My friends, I cannot believe we have already reached Episode 5. It feels like only last week. We were only on Episode 4. I like to keep the introduction short and sweet and get right to the episodes sooner than later, but really quickly, I have a dispatch from the desk of the shameless huckster. I have some upcoming shows. On Monday, December 2nd, 2013, I'm going to be at the Lyric Hyperion Theater in Silver Lake at 8 p.m. Wednesday, December 4th at 9 p.m., I'm going to be at the Townhouse in Venice Beach. Uh, That is the Townhouse in Venice Beach. Uh, December 4th at 9 p.m. 2013. Thursday, December 5th, uh, 2013 at 8.30 p.m., I'm going to be on the Josh and Josh show at the Bar Lubitsch in West Hollywood. And all of these are leading up to my big show that's at the Hollywood Improv on Saturday, December 7th at 8 p.m. It's my next album recording. Uh, That is Saturday, December 7th, 2013 at 8 p.m. The world-famous Hollywood Improv on Melrose. I'm going to be doing a full set with my band, The Instrument Players, along with special guests Henry Phillips, Zach Sherwin, and Paul Danke, who's actually on the show today. Uh, coincidentally enough. That is Saturday, December 7th at 8 p.m. 2013. Uh, Tickets and more information uh, can be found at improv.com or mattknudsen.com, K-N-U-D-S-E-N.com, where you can also find me for Facebook, Twitter, or subscribe to my YouTube channel, or even see my recent appearance on Last Call with Carson Daly, which just aired on NBC. All of that and oh so much more is on mattknudsen.com. Knudsen.com. Okay, let's stop talking about me, shall we? Uh, Let's talk about my guests for lunch today. Howard Kramer, Dragon Boy Suede himself. I love this guy. He's one of my favorite comedians. He's he's a hilarious, unique comedian, actor, writer, artist, renaissance man. Uh, You've seen Howard in Comedy Bang Bang on IFC, At Midnight on Comedy Central, the classic Austin Stories on MTV. Uh, He's also been a writer for Human Giant, uh, Beavis and Butthead, uh, and a whole lot more. In addition to that, he's got a great podcast on the Earwolf Network called Who Charted, uh, along with his co-host Kulap Vilasak. And if that weren't uh, if that weren't enough, he's also a hilarious rapper and MC, uh, aka Dragon Boy Suede. He's got great songs, including Douche Minutia, Clam Bake at Donkey Cove, and You Won't Sass Me When I Can Summon Wolves. Uh, I'm not doing Howard justice in any way with this introduction. He's just, he's great. So check him out, howardkramer.com. That is uh, H-O-W-A-R-D-K-R-E-M-E-R.com, howardkramer.com. And just to make it easy to figure out who's who sitting around the table, it can be confusing for me at times. Uh, Howard Kramer sounds like this. 
I saw a yellow Corvette going down Sunset last night with rockers in it. Yeah. It reminded me of like, you know when Vince Neil, when they drive those yellow motorcycles and girls, yeah. girls, oh, girls. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, oh, yeah. that guy was reliving that. My other guest for lunch today is Paul Danke, who is also a great comedian and actor. You may have seen Paul in the documentary The Comedy Garage on Netflix. The Comedy Garage is a documentary about a legendary comedy show that was done here in Los Angeles uh, that was produced by Paul, uh, a couple other comedians, Cornell Reed and Sean Green. I had the pleasure of doing the show a couple of times, and basically The Comedy Garage show was a giant house party that happened about once a month or so, and then then at like 10 o'clock, everyone would go into the backyard. There was a detached garage, and they just opened the door of the garage, and they had a comedy show in there. So people would be sitting on old couches and the floor, and the, the audience would pour out into the yard. It was amazing and unforgettable, and uh, it's all kind of captured in this great documentary called The Comedy Garage on Netflix. You can also follow Paul Danke on Twitter. He is Hilarious, And he loves his life, and it really shows in his Twitter feed. So uh, check him out, P-A-U-L-D-A-N-K-E on Twitter. And for the record, Paul sounds like this. Sing Sam Ash's single white female in Guitar Center. <laughs> yeah. Look out, Guitar Center. This doesn't end well. Okay. For lunch today, Howard, Paul, and myself ate at the Aroma Cafe, which is actually the former site of rock and roll Denny's, uh, where big hair metal bands of the 1980s and 90s would go and get steak and eggs after playing the coconut teaser. It's really kind of part of a Hollywood tradition and lore, uh, but it is now the Aroma Cafe. That is where Howard, Paul, and I had our lunch. These guys are both amazing entertainers and just rock-solid guys, so find what they're into and support. Enjoy the episode, um, and make sure and stay in touch with me. Uh, you can follow the show on SoundCloud, which... Big shout out to SoundCloud, Ben Fox, and everyone over there on SoundCloud. They are an amazing place for artists to create and share their work. So find uh, Grabbing Lunch on SoundCloud and also check out all the other channels. They're, they're really doing some great stuff over there. Uh, you can also find the show on iTunes where, you know, if you want to leave me a five-star rating and write a nice comment, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. I'm not going to lie. Uh, and also it is on Stitcher Radio. That is the Grabbing Lunch podcast. You can also go to grabbinglunch.com where you can see pictures of the guests, link to conversation topics, listen to previous episodes, join the email list, or even make a donation to the show. And a portion of every donation received goes to benefit the LA Food Bank here in Los Angeles. So it's grabbinglunch.com. I'm Matt Knutson. Thank you so much for listening and for the support. And with no further ado, this is my lunch with Howard Kramer and Paul Danke at the Aroma Cafe. Let's eat. Hey, should I, should we introduce ourselves? If you'd like to. Yeah, I'm Howard Kramer. Hi, welcome. I'm glad to be here on the Canines <laughs> broadcast. Uh, this is Paul Danke. Happy to sit down and grab some lunch. Love it. Yeah, thanks yeah. guys. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll tell you a little bit, a little backstory. Sure, sure. backstory. Should we like pulp fiction this, where I like Hold give on, you, you gonna, the story out of the reverse engineer that paper into the microphone the whole time? <laughs> By the way, Aurora has great sugar. Yeah. yeah, it's not stevia. 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 No stevia. ricin. 
Is it stevia? I've been calling it stevia for like. I thought it was weeks. stevia. I don't know. Um, and I've never heard about it until Breaking Bad. Yeah. When she's like shaking it, and I was like, ooh, the poison. Yeah, like, I feel like it's. I feel like they made it up. Right. I feel like it's. It's a made-up brand. I think yeah. it's a real brand. Oh well. Because uh, like when he sent the money in the mail from New Hampshire. Right. Hey, spoiler alert! If you haven't <laughs> seen the last Breaking Bad. Um, he sent that in like a uh, insure box. So it's like that was a real product. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. I am curious of like if a brand would be like, yeah, we're comfortable in having people think that right. our stuff could be poisoned. Yeah. I did see. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You wonder. Yeah. So maybe it is. It's a made up brand. I don't know. Did you guys see the, the, uh, the Batman movie where um, he was like. The, no. The, <laughs> <laughs> who is he? Uh, uh, fuck. Clooney, Kilmer? No, 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 the villain, oh. uh, James Franco was like an alcoholic. He's not a Peter, but he was like drinking so Baker's Mark. Oh, he's he's a hey, good, how are you? Oh, thank you, yeah. Right. Can I get iced tea? Oh, yeah, I'll go uh, iced tea, too. Can I get a Coke? Yeah, thanks. Thank you, iced tea, cream or iced tea? <laughs> Knudsen. Coke. Coffee, Coke. iced tea, coffee. Yeah, but there was a, um, in like The Dark Knight or one of the ones that James Franco was in, he was, I take that back, it was Spider-Man. It was Spider-Man. Yeah. It was a Spider-Man, where he was like an alcoholic, but he was like drinking Maker's Mark. It's like, yeah, yeah. if you're gonna have a drink, you problem. Yeah, yeah. go top shelf. Yeah, go make it Maker's. with Maker's Mark. Wait, you're saying no, go higher than Maker's Mark, or Maker's Mark is good? <laughs> I think Maker's Mark is good. Okay, good, because I recorded the first Dragon Boy Suede album available on Bandcamp.com. <laughs> I recorded that I, album yeah. with three substances. Mm -hmm. uh, throat spray, yeah. Starburst, and Maker's Mark. That's right. Give a you, shout out, a little product placement. Do you spit rhymes with the starburst in the jaw? Is it like a like a Foo Fighters move? Thank you for asking that question, Paul Danke. <laughs> Paul, Twitter's Paul Danke. Yeah, Paul Danke. Uh, yes, I will keep an orange or a yellow. Whoa! Stuck to the back of my mouth, but not a pink. Yeah. Why is it two? It's a Grammy lunch exclusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just pink and yellow. Yeah, that's hilarious. Uh, no pink. A uh, pink because it's not it's not tarred enough to affect the rhyme flow. Ah, yeah. see, this it is an make interesting. Interesting. I actually read something online. You know, uh, the Guns N' Roses' "Appetite for Destruction," the, no, uh, the Rocket I, Queen song. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Apparently, uh, Axel was getting a BJ in the recording. Are you serious? And like when the girls go on the. Ah. That's a real woman having sex in the recording. And it was like Duff McKagan's girlfriend. Yes. Right. That's what I was going to say. He was yeah. doing it to spite her, him or something. Piss off Duff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Take that Duff. Take that Duff. That's no way to treat your friends. A, a, a band is like a marriage. There's no way to keep the marriage together. I blame Axel. <laughs> I support any projects but his. Right. <laughs> Hey, uh, Wait, so you're following Duff's post-Roses career? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a slashes, snake pit kind of guy. I'm a Duff McKagan solo night at McCabe's Guitar Shop here in L.A. where he plays. I think he was playing, last time I saw his name on a marquee, it was, you know that um, on PCH, there's that, like, biker bar. Yeah, yeah, he, Malibu. Yeah, up in Malibu. Yeah. Malibu in. He was like, it was like Duff's Army or right. something like. Yeah. There's you saw the sign, you're like, oh, I saw you at the Rose Bowl. Oh, no. Yeah. There's still an audience for those classic rock, even though they're, you know, 
they're not from the 70s. Right. But there's still an audience for that. I saw a yellow Corvette going down Sunset last night with rockers in it. Yeah. It reminded me of like, you know when Vince Neil, when they drive those yellow motorcycles and girls, yeah. girls, oh, girls. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. that guy was reliving that. Yeah, that's hilarious. And now too, they're, they're like going on tour together. The way that they get it is like, yeah, they, they go like rat and yeah. poison. Poison, rat. They're playing the taste of Irvine this weekend. It's good. Those guys all take a dip. They have to move out to the suburbs or get smaller houses. They, right. it's a little, they come down to reality, and then when they get older, they go, "What are we doing? We should. We gotta get. To, we gotta mend these fences. Get together and go out on tour." That's the Eagles right. too. That's all. They yeah. haven't fallen apart until they get broke, and they're like, "No, you know what, guys? It's just all water under the bridge, right?" Yeah, I think <laughs> it's, it's also it's also the plot of Wild Hogs too. <laughs> no spoilers. Turkey wrap. 
Tempura? Yeah. Could I get? Does that come with like a salad or what? A salad or what's the salad? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Thanks. Great. Well, I like the ahi tuna baguette. Ooh. Could you order something a little more classy, Paul? Well, the thing is, is uh, after all this, oh, please. this uh, <laughs> meltdown nonsense with those nuclear reactors in Japan, I'm eating all the seafood I can in the next. I'm giving myself a year and a half, a year and a half. Then summer of 2015, I'm probably just off seafood altogether. Yeah. Why is it? Because of the nuclear accident that happened a couple of years ago. Why, why a couple of years? Well, uh, it's, aren't you maybe already eating that poison it's fish? Probably, I think it's in the system at this yeah. point. Yeah, it's in there, but it's it's in lower levels, and I can appreciate that I'm going to be able to handle a lot of those lower levels. There's some other things you can eat to counteract it. You're still a young man. You're yeah. strong enough. You have the endurance to... Exactly. I can take some uh, nuclear fission. That's it's totally fine. Yeah. Yeah, I see. And I love seafood, so it's right. it'll be it's sad. I need to just work it out of my system, and then I love Japanese fishermen. I support them. <laughs> I want them to have good lives and families. So I'll never stop eating the fish, yeah. no matter what. Uh, Actually, I'm lying. I don't even eat fish now. Not a big fan. You're vegan. Uh, vegetarian. I don't eat. I don't, I haven't eaten animals in, in like months and months and months. Let's go. But you either buy products. You're right into now, enslaving still. the animals right. for their products. No, I'd like to free myself of that too, but I haven't gotten all the way yet. Right. You know who are uh, vegans? Uh, Mike Kaplan and Zach Sherwin. Yeah, uh, I talked we, to them about it. Yeah, we did a podcast at uh, Cafe Gratitude. Oh, nice. okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, good. Yeah. Well, those guys. The guys are both great with words. They're very, both wordsmiths. Very, very, very smart. So hopefully that helps them. Clear thoughts. Yeah. Well said. Well said, Howard. <laughs> Ruining my game over there. Uh, just for the record, we're looking out of the patio at the uh, Roma Cafe and watch two models embrace and then sit down to lunch. Right. So they're probably just waiting for some rockers to come them up. That would be the best. See, I have for my eye because uh, Howard, Howard and Matt are sitting on the opposite side of the table okay. for me. For for my end, there's a guy that looks. Very much like Pitbull sitting in my eyeline with pastel purple pants. Could it be Pitbull or just no, kind of look? No, okay. I'm gonna make the call. It is Pitbull. Yeah, it's Pitbull. I would be able to feel Pitbull's energy through this glass window. And you know, it's, no I see the table you're talking about, and when I um, when I turned around, I was kind of like. I got here first and was like looking for you guys. I accidentally made eye contact with a semi-attractive woman sitting with him. Yeah. And she, you know, like when you look at a woman and she gives you that look, even if you're not like putting anything on, they're just like, right. I am not having sex with you. Right. It's like, I think, right. Okay. Like I take I, a breath. Guys have been looking at me all day, and I've been giving them this look, and you're one of them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you wish. You wish. She looks like a uh, a lower level Kardashian. <laughs> like a. How about this? Use, use Kardashian. <laughs> a pre-certified own Kardashian. Carmax Dashian. Whoa, that's a fourth tier. That's down. But is it certified pre-owned? Yeah, it's I think it, it is. comes with papers. I think it is. Did you see that they were like, uh, so uh, Kim and Kanye got engaged? Oh, thank God. I thought they were already married. I okay. thought they were too, but they got engaged. He did it at AT&T Park up in San Francisco, 
and I, uh, Vanity Fair posted something that was like, uh, what do you mean he did it at AT&T Park? It's where he proposed, it's like on the Jumbotron? I think so. And so he must have just rented it out. There's no games going on there, I don't, I don't Oh, think. really? He just I, did his own I thing. He, I think so. That's a question then. But he this, rent, you're saying he rented out a stadium to propose to his lady. I think so. Wow. That's insane. Well, I, I read this article, or I didn't read the article, I skimmed it. Let's be real. Apparently, um, okay. Don't we skim everything? Oh, yeah. Two yeah. paragraphs, three paragraphs. God bless, good night. We are skimmers. All three of us. Yeah, I'm a skimmer. You hit the bottom of that third paragraph, and then you just scroll the rest of the article, see how long it is, and just see if they're completely kidding themselves or if you're going to make it. I just want to I want to give us credit for saying that we probably skim a lot more than most people look at. Huh? Just like comics. Every person I talked to for the most part, hey, did you read that? Did you see that? There, I was like, yeah, I, saw it. I know. Yeah. You know, right. So. We're up on it. It's a good reference space. So they, they, he rented the park. Oh, well, yeah, this article I saw was sort of, they were extrapolating how much they think he spent on it. Mm-hmm. And I got to think it, I don't think he paid a dime for it. I think that this is a publicity thing for the park. They're they're happy to let him do it. He's right. got he's got management handling this uh, bullshit for him. Right. I couldn't play devil's advocate on that. Go for it. You're, you're like the... You're, you're the president of a stadium. You don't got to be president. You could just work there. <laughs> I could just be. I could just be their PR consultant. You've been elected, been elected president of the stadium. So public election very important. <laughs> but um, I don't know. You've got your stadium booked out. You've got your sports teams that play there. You've got your concerts. I don't know that Kanye calls up, hey, let me use the park for free to propose. I don't know. You right. could be right. You could be not right. That's right. And that's okay, where we're you decide. You decide. You know what? I think if you have... I'm, I'm going to go with Howard on this one. Because Boom. if you have an infrastructure in place and you know that they have a schedule where you're going to make money from all those things. You don't need it. Well, he could give us an extra $400,000 to rent it for six hours. It's right. true. I don't know. It's true. It's possible. Well, I think, let's play it out. Hey. Hey, yo. Yo. Hello. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, this the is the phone. president of AT&T. Hello. Hi, yo. Uh... I want to use your stadium tomorrow to propose to my girl. Okay, and uh, who is this? Kanye. I'm not aware of anything in Oh, fam. Okay. <laughs> I love this uh, reality that Kanye's making the call himself. Uh, yeah. He's doing all the legwork in his life. Hey, yo. <laughs> and that's his opener. Yeah. Yo. I think so. Well, I know right. Justin and Bieber he- rented out the Staples Center to, like, for a private hey. concert for Selena. Actually, I take that back. They watched Titanic at the Staples Center with <laughs> Selena Gomez, and he rented it out. Wait, why do you have to watch a movie at the Staples Center? Because he's an asshole. Yeah, that's, that's an odd. asshole. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't even sound like it would make it better. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, we watched the movie on a cruise ship. Like, that's that's kind of cool. Well, right? that's, yeah, that's, that's a trip, actually. <laughs> I kind of like that idea. Yeah, that is a good idea. Watch t- the, the Titanic. You know, they have all those rock band cruises and stuff, and yeah. comedy cruises. Titanic cruise. Yeah. You know the Titanic violin just sold? The one that played as they, as oh. it sunk? It oh, was like cool. at like uh, Sotheby's auction. I think it sold for like like five five hundred fifty thousand, something like that. Wow. That's you know what, that's worth it. That's a neat artifact. Yeah. With a real cool story behind yeah. it. Yeah. I would like it better if it was like good music. 
You know what I mean? Like Nirvana. Like if Nirvana was on a cruise ship that went down, then maybe I buy like Kurt's guitar. What happens if Kid Rock's cruise goes down? Does he keep playing or does he get the fuck off that cruise? I don't know, but I'd buy those turntables. <laughs> but I don't know about the violin. Buy that iPod? Like, yeah. I think if the Kid, Kid Rock cruise ship went down, it'd be like the, uh, the that Greek captain on the on the cruise boat that like he was in the first leg boat out. Yeah, he's like, See, good night, everyone. Later. Yeah. And I rent this boat. It's not my boat. What was it? That was like, and he looks uh, just like Kid Rock. Costa Concordia. Well, I think that was the yeah. Well, it was a couple years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, but they just uh, what? It was resurrected a cruise it. ship that sank. Yeah, and like this Greek captain, oh, he uh, he was like the first wave of people that abandoned ship. Oh right, I remember to be, like, that. Captain goes down with the ship. Yeah, He's yeah, like, yeah. Not this captain. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out. You are wrong. <laughs> He's like, they're gonna be on my ass anyway and blaming me for this. Like, why am I gonna like? hang out to look polite <laughs> yeah. like I'm already screwed and that lets you know hey this boat is going down the captain got off it yeah. let's yeah. get on yeah. exactly this is serious it's not hanging around mixed messages Gavin McLeod wouldn't do us like that no no no, no. Oh. Me, Captain and Tennille wouldn't do that <laughs> I read some article about like like the, the benefits of branding and like you know getting something that is identifiable uh-huh. And uh, I guess one time in the 70s, oh, the captain oh. was sick, yeah. and uh, he couldn't make the show, so they just had Tennille, and she sang the songs, and they just put the captain's hat on the piano, and some other guy played. Ah. So like, it's close enough. Yeah. yeah. That's all it a captain's hat. There's a hat. Are you happy? <laughs> Tennille and a captain's hat. Close enough. That's probably what it's like seeing Bob Dylan now. He comes out there yeah. and it's like, oh, those are his songs for sure. They don't sound right. He yeah. looks terrible. Yeah. But still what what if the Sklar Brothers did that? It was just like Randy and then like Jason's glasses. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> huh? Yeah. Love, love the Sklar Brothers, by the way. Shout out to Sklar Brothers. Listen to Sklar Brothers on the Earwolf Network. Yeah, absolutely. I ever watch their Time Warner cable commercials. Those are on a lot. Dozen of those. They're on a lot. Yeah, yeah they get a lot of exposure with those. Yeah, I think somebody's making a cappuccino or oh, grinding some beans. There's a banshee back there. Yeah, getting drowned. Look at that! They're demolishing the Aroma Cafe as we speak. You know, I never, I never came here when this was the Rock and Roll Denny's. So this is my first time in this location. But you do feel that energy coming there's a, there's from the ground. Well, there. uh, it was yeah. actually. Oddly enough, Paul, it was between being Denny's and this, it was the Romans, which is odd because now it's a Roma, right. but it was Romans for a while. Yeah. I used to come here with some of the former regimes, some of the ladies that have been in my life. Uh-huh. I, I would come here sometimes with a writing partner, work on stuff. Is that Chip Pope by any chance? It was. I love Chip Pope. This place was broken up into two rooms. And that other, that far side, had, uh, they would always show Paula Abdul concerts for some reason on a big TV. Wow. And this place didn't make it. I don't know why. <laughs> you got to give the fans what they want. Yeah. Give them what they want. Guys, hear me out. I got an idea for a new restaurant. <laughs> Stay. I have another cappuccino. <laughs> Scat Cat's coming out of a minute. <laughs> Our food's oh, arriving. The food is here. Wow, that wow. looks great. Uh, thank you. 
Okay. Wow. All right. Look wow. At that. Wow. Dude. I would say in the amount of food department, it looks like Paul Danky. Oh, I mean, just by volume alone. I didn't mean to. You know, yes. I, I came Congratulations, in. you're the new president of AT&T Park. Yes. <laughs> Do you want to snap any pictures of the food? Or are you going to be posting those? Not really, but I could. I'm Let's not. do it. You know, your we show. give some texture to this. Yeah, texture is always good. Boom. I guess I'd uh, I'd be more inclined to shout out to the food. <laughs> Paul's right. If I, I had hands any, shouldn't uh, be in the shot. No hands. <laughs> <laughs> I give it the roller coaster. Weird. Uh, hey, by the way, I'd like to describe. I, I got some avocado rolls, and they look great, actually. Thank you. Yeah, this call. It doesn't pretty good. I gotta say. What was that? The roasted chicken panini. Some sort of ahi tuna. Oh, that's right. Looks like it's got some sort of an Asian noodle, cabbage situation. Okay. Ooh, okay. those Asian noodles might be contaminated <laughs> from the nuclear thing. Yeah, I do have to say, like right after the Fukushima, remember the uh, the Japanese women's soccer team won the World Cup or the. The FIFA uh-huh. final, but they like beat America, and they were. Oh yeah, I do. It yeah, was yeah. such a. I was just like, let let them have it. Yeah. Let them have it. Oh really? It. They need it. But I want that. I want their hope solo and the ladies to have a reason to party together. That <laughs> a couple was, of them just got married. Uh, Did you see well, that? I forget no. the um, couple of the women from that team. Abby Wamba. <laughs> I know who these ladies are. Yeah, why is that? I was follow, I was I don't know why I knew, maybe it's because Hope Solo was like the goalie. Yeah. She was like hot, but she was also like totally irreverent and would like talk shit about the other girls that were in the earlier teams, like earlier at like the Brandy Chastain era. Right. So it was like it was fun to watch. I was like, I've never seen this before in women's soccer. Yeah. Usually they go to like the talking points. Well everyone just is so great and works right. so hard. Mm-hmm. Oh, she was like the Jeremy Shockey of women's soccer. <laughs> That's what it needs. Very true. Hey uh yeah. Speaking of that nuclear disaster, you know, a lot of people lost a lot of money in the stock market in the last several years. Mm-hmm. Well, everybody's got a different story of how they lost it. But uh, I got my ass kicked by that, that Japanese earthquake. <laughs> I was heavily invested. I invested in Japan, the I country. Was, no, I, was, I, really, I was invested in oh, nuclear really? power. No kidding. Yeah, because... Uh, I thought, well, it's the only safe alternative. Like, the world's just going to need it. Oil's right. going to run out. There's going to be no way to, to power the planet right. without nukes. And then that earthquake happened. I got, I got my ass happened to me. Oh, wow. Yeah, they've shut down like seven of their ten nuclear facilities. San Onofre is, God bless, good night. Yep. Yeah. It's, all, it's over. That's the end of an era. Yeah. I don't know that it's over, but it definitely got pounded. Wow. We might just decide, like, don't don't put it where there's earthquakes. <laughs> there's always some. There's no place where there isn't. You know, if it's not earthquakes, you got hurricanes and tornadoes. There's something. Yeah, but a hurricane. Control. I don't know that a hurricane. You know, what I mean, you could build a nuclear power plant underground to where a hurricane wouldn't mess with it. Oh yeah, get to our groundwater. Good point. Not saying put it out in. I'm not saying these are good ideas. I'm just <laughs> bouncing these theories around. No such thing as a bad idea. 
you put it out in the middle of the Mojave Desert, mm -hmm. bury it underground, it's not going to get affected by earthquakes, hurricanes, twisters. Sure. Something might happen. But. Yeah. I'm just I'm just laughing at the idea of like you sitting in front of your E-Trade account <laughs> with an open Oh my god. What? No. <laughs> hey, what's going on in the news today? <laughs> what? Oh no. I used no. to get pissed because Pete Holmes' E-Baby commercials would come on, E-Trade yeah. Baby, and I would get pissed because I I just got my ass handed me in the stock market. Oh. I'm like he's he's making millions just from playing a baby. Yeah. I, uh, hey, and his show's premiering next week. Hey, what's up, Pete? That's right. Yeah, that's exciting. That's it's a great show. It's not easy to get a talk show on yourself. Wow. Wow. When your name is the name of the show, I know that's about the yeah the upper echelon of what you can do as a comedian. Mm -hmm. So very exciting. Uh, watch the Pete Holmes show. He did an impression of Conan last night on Conan show. It was very funny. Yeah. Check that out. I was actually head money in the stock market for the um, the dot com boom, oh, yeah. boom and bust. So same thing. Yeah, but it was found money, so it was like, eh. It was like yeah. a game show when I first moved to LA. I was on, <laughs> I was on greed, and I won money and I put it in the stock market, and then it just went, uh -huh. so I lost a bunch. But I was like, well, I didn't really work for this in any way. So uh -huh. yeah, not bad. How pissed can I be? You know. Back in the 70s, a lot of people lost their match day money <laughs> in the volatile market back in those days. Damn, Carter. Carter. Uh, that's hilarious. Yeah, I know. I spent my time so low to the bottom that I'm one of those people taking advantage of the system you keep hearing about. <laughs> that's what I'm doing. So I'm investing a lot of money, but I'm staying very liquid. Fine. You know, I like that. I'm saying light on my feet. It feels good. It's smart. I mean, nothing makes me for the for the most part. Nothing makes me feel better, like purchase wise, than having money in the bank. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm like, okay, I'd like to buy this, this, or this, or would I rather have the money in the bank in case something bad happens? No, that's you know, yeah, true. Everything you buy winds up costing you way more than it actually costs. Absolutely, because you're losing the the all the interest you would earn on the money if it's in the bank yeah. or invested. Yeah. And you don't have the freedom to do whatever you want at any time. Mm -hmm. The wife and I almost bought a house a couple years ago. And if we had done that, I couldn't like go to Bridgetown or I couldn't, you know, all that right. money is just like, I'd love to spend, and even that's like, you know, you spend $700, $800 a thousand bucks. Yeah. But that's a lot when you like, well, that could be that's last, you know, twenty five percent of my more. It's your, yeah, it's your life. So it has nice to be a great house. house. Not worth it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was, it was nice, but. You guys doing right? uh, yeah, 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 everything's great. Yeah, yeah, thank you. But I rent in an area where I can't afford to. I'd never even think about buying there. It's too expensive. Oh, same here. So. You guys keep talking the housing market while I stare at those models. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. You're looking past a couple of uh, a real crew of tourists, so your Absolutely. your eyesight is <laughs> your eyelight is totally totally messed totally up. Fine. Yeah, and Paul, you go ahead and look at that Sam Ash right across the street. I'm a huge fan of that Sam. I've never Sam been Ash. there. I'm a Guitar Center guy. Yeah, 
I actually talked to somebody about about the Sam Ash at Guitar Center. He said every time a Guitar Center opens, even if it's a small one, they open a Sam Ash on right. the same street or as close to it as they can, just to try and steal some of their thunder. Yep. Yeah. I'm sure it works. It's like single white female. <laughs> I think it's based on that principle. Sing Sam Ash's single white female in Guitar Center. Yeah. Look out, Guitar Center. This doesn't end well. <laughs> hey, sorry about the Adam Levine you're hearing in the background. We didn't play it. Hopefully I have the, the low-cut filters on so it blocks out most of this music. Uh, Levine, yeah, we'll Levine block. Be a good album. Yeah. Levine block. That's a good idea. It's no shred store, but it's pretty good. I got a new restaurant concept. Okay. All right. I think this is the right place to pitch it. <laughs> Glish Muff. Oh, okay. No. Oh, no. Glish Muff. Glish Muff. Okay. We're an English muffin place. Ah. Come on in for a Glish Muff. <laughs> if you're looking for investors, I'm a little down in the market right now. I'm in all in Japan nuclear power. I'm interested, though. Okay. Yeah, gluten free nuts and we're getting <laughs> seed money from K nuts. What? You have gluten free glish nuts? Gluten free what? Glish muffs? Glish muff. Chop off the end. Chop off the end. Glish off. the edges out. I like it. I like it. Come on in. I'm going to open a competing English muffin store just down the street. <laughs> what is it? It's called it's Sam called, Ash. It's called Ingot. <laughs> I'm taking just the ends. I'm cutting all the middle part. In, and in? Ingot. What's the G? The English. No, I got glitch. You can only have the E-N. No, you can't tell me what to do. It's my own business. Okay. Oh, really? Because then I'll open a boys and loaf right across the street. <laughs> Berry tasting breads. <laughs> Come on do down like to the boys and loaf. This is what's going to freak you out. We're going to sell your fruit breads as our desserts. We're going to even give you a taste of it. That's how we stay in business. That's bullshit. You're not competing when you're cooperating. That's you true. know what I mean? It takes a, it takes a village. It does. As much as I love hanging out with you guys and it's fun to talk to you, uh-huh. and as horrible as that conversation must be out there at that model table... Oh, my God. If you could... Hit a button right now. Right. Which table would you be up there? Well, I'm interested in the guy who's wearing the rattan cowboy hat. I'm not going to lie. Oh. What are you interested in uh, about? They're not from here. <laughs> from Rhode Island. Oh, are they? Oh, he's just wearing a Team Providence sweatshirt. Good catch. Good detective work. I think that's what I do. I feel like... Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't want to say that. But his shirt says South Padre. You never know. There's also like, you know, he's got a, you know, a, a lanyard with his keys dangling from it. So I'm curious about what that those just keys means. The lanyards in this area usually means that the guy works at Guitar Center <laughs> and he's off for lunch. I've been seeing a lot lately of lanyards with those vaporizers hanging from them, and that is yeah. the most. That's like walking around with like a trough of food attached to your chest. It's, I don't get it. Are they related? Like you have to have the lanyard for the vaporizer? No, I think that people just realize, ah, oh, I want to smoke this thing all the time. I don't want to be constantly reaching into my pocket for it. I'll just strap it to this. Oh, you're saying it has their, their pot license on it. Well, you know, and I would say a lot of them even look like the cigarette 
vaporizers, but there's still there's just something very low rent about putting that thing. Just hang it on the. I, I don't. I'm not a lanyard guy. It's too out in the open. Way too out. Flagrant. Take the extra five seconds to fish in your pocket and pull it out. Mm-hmm. You know. That's like putting a bumper sticker in your car. I'm drunk. <laughs> I drink a lot. <laughs> you don't want to identify yourself as that. Yeah. AA with a red circle and a line through it. I saw, I was at the zoo a couple days ago with my kid. Oh. And I saw. The zoo or the chew? The zoo, thanks. Oh, okay. thanks. okay. That's, that's not nice. My daughter's a The chew is just that ABC cooking show. Mmm. That's a terrible name. The chew. It's not a bad place chew. to take your daughter, though. Just for the record. For yeah. the record, yeah. yeah. Next time. She loves eating. Give her a choice. You want to go to the zoo or the chew? The chew. Yeah. <laughs> Only in LA. That's true. Share the zoo. Oh, I see this dad with a, you know the twin stroller so uh, side by side. These things are big. You know they just. Be careful here. I am a twin. All right. Are you really? No. I have a twin sister. Yeah. I have no idea. Much respect and hi to your sister. I'm sure my she's mother's listening. a twin. Who gives a shit? Good point. Oh. I care about that. <laughs> no, I'm saying that about my own Twitch. Right. No, go ahead. You're at the zoo with your daughter? Oh, yeah. This guy's got, he's got the two kids, which is just, you know, it's like you're showing up, but then he's got the biggest hot leaf t-shirt oh, right. of all time. And I'm like, you're, you're, you are pushing it. That is just, you're willfully pushing it on people. And that is just, what kind of an animal are you? Right. You're just asking for problems. Think about your children. Think about your children. That's solid advice from the old What about Bob Marley? He had kids, so they're doing all right. Do you think he was walking around with, like, just a pot leaf t-shirt? Yes. Probably was. I've seen the documentary. I saw that, too. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. I have to say, uh, Rita was pretty uh, pretty lenient in her marital yeah. vows. Yeah, Le- she, she knew, she knew yeah. what was up. She, knew she didn't want to lose top dog status. <laughs> it's like Hillary Connor. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, she, in the documentary, said, like, there were women that just lived in the house with them, and she would, like, cook and make them breakfast, and they'd hang out, and if they slept too late, she'd, like, shoo them outside. All right, get up, everyone. Right. Time to get out. I like it. Ugh. I mean, I, I don't think it's uh, sustainable. No. No. But it's, like, a fun idea for a night. Right. But if you're going to, you're going to die when, what was he, 31, 2, 3? I think 33. Yeah, pretty early in the 30s. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I, I don't know a lot of reggae music that's not Bob Marley that I enjoy. Oh, well. All that much. Hop out in the pilot and I'll turn you on to a bunch of reggae oh, really? music. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, we actually know some good stuff. Okay. Because we smoke pot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't want to come up, I, maybe it came up too anti-pot. No, no. no. Big mistake. Yeah. My demo. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, you're a young guy, but you're still like a responsible father. I've sure. seen your daughter a bunch of times. She's mm-hmm. a real sweetheart, and you care about being a good parent. I do. A lot of people don't. I care so little about it, I didn't even have my kids. <laughs> <laughs> I sometimes when I like get mad at my dad or my parents about stuff, yeah. I'll just be thinking, like, at least they had their kids. Right. Yeah. Like, how mad would your kids be? You didn't even have them. <laughs> Like, I've de- just basically deprived them of every joy of a long, happy life. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, kids. Sorry, future. There's still time, children. Huh? There is still time, but then I go like, oh, 
I'll be like, you know, 85 when the kid's in like junior high, and then I'll be like, oh, this kid's gonna hate me for that. Yep. Well, they're gonna hate you for something regardless. Right. So I think that's why I get no traction with my dad when I try to gripe. He probably knows that. Like, ah, you'd be mad at me for something, whatever. Yep. It's true. I think having a kid at 85 is called the Tony Randall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It is. Yeah, I know Charlie Chaplin was still cranking him out in the 70s. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. It is crazy. Women have like 35 and then that's 35 to 40. Yeah, it starts to get, like, you know, birth defects become a lot more prevalent. Down syndrome. Are you saying if I do it inside an old lady I'm wasting my time no 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 because I think that you know it's totally worth it you should totally do that don't tell me what to do with my time how would I know that you've always been about older ladies that's sort of a hallmark a signature it's a DBS that's right like those those two over there yeah those old models they've got to be easily in their late teens you know what you bring up a great real world point here it's so hard to gauge age. Like, I guess maybe this is just an excuse to stare over there, but <laughs> I would say, what if you had to guess? I'd say they're 22 or 3. Right. I'm yeah. not going to go teens. I'm not going to go quarter cent. I'm not even going to hit 24. 24, I'd be like, would be pushing it. Right. Right. 24, I don't think they'd be hanging out. They'd be with their... But I'll tell you something about that age. Every girl that age thinks they're getting super old. Well, they're right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. (laughs) They're just accurately seeing what's coming down the pipe, and it's bad. Yeah. It's It's bad. It's bad, and it gets worse. Oh, come on. Ladies (laughs) can have great years. No. No? I don't see it. Wow. And you, I don't see you've it. got a wife and a daughter. I know, and I raised my daughter letting her know, hey, this cute bullshit is only going to go for another 20, another 20 quarter years. Search. And then it is lights out. You better have it locked down by then. Yeah. It's, well, and it, yeah, that's responsible. This I'll tell you what, it, well, we know what she'll hate you for. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah the, <laughs> the message as she was growing up, it's over sooner than later. Uh, people with bad personalities don't age very well. Don't age well? No. No, yeah. They, yeah. Say, they say by the time you're old enough, you get the face you deserve. <laughs> Thanks. I've never heard that, but that's great. That's great. What, what, you, what you just said, people that are what? People with bad personalities, bad personalities. don't age well. They don't age know? well. Either they're like, they're like kind of shitty and, you know, entitled or grouchy. Right, or, they'll have a problem with something. Or yeah. maybe they were like, they were good looking, so they skated by and right. now they're not getting that. That's going away. Or uh, quick to complain instead of rolling with it. Right. Like levity yeah. is the only way to, to age. Yeah. People put those, this, these, it's blocks. They, they try to restrict something. It's a control issue. And I feel like that's why a lot of people are angry. It's because they not happy with how the situation or whatever it is is playing out and they're not in control right and that holding on to that is what just makes you pinched up and you wear it in your face your eyes just get pulled and your lips yeah. get pulled down and 
it's brutal. It's, well, I'm sorry. I'll try to be cooler. No, 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 no. This is you. Oh, oh, oh. You okay. were the opposite of that. Oh, okay. So I wonder why you weren't looking at me when you said it. I do think doing comedy kind of keeps you younger because you're around people that are, you know. And how about all the joy that we produce? Oh, my God. I mean, when I go up and do a show and just everybody's in love with life, I mean, I probably benefit from that. Definitely. It's like walking around with a camelback full of the fountain of youth. You're just taking a pipe, just you're good, back oh, yeah. on your journey. I mean, that's huge. <laughs> I mean, that's a huge backpack I got on because of how happy people get. True. <laughs> I did a show at a vintage dress store on Sunday night. Oh, that's nice. I mean, can you just imagine the amount of joy I put in that place? <laughs> just walls and walls of old sad stories and yeah. lives gone by and then uh, how we're doing is I'll tell you what kind of material did you get into well you know what I, I vented a lot of it right there on the spot I figure hey if these if these denim skirts are 30 years old these people deserve something new how about I, <laughs> I'll cook up some stuff for them right now because we're around all this old dingy stuff like that I did a show. Um, hey, every time I'm not kind of funny for a second, it means like there uh, are girls w- walking by. <laughs> so like this place is like packed, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean like you're gonna do your taping here every time, every, right? Every week. Because why eat out if you're not gonna have anything to look at? That's I, what I find so interesting is because I go to this. Uh, there's a casting place down the street that I go into sometimes. Oh, later. by the uh, Chipotle? Yeah, by the Chipotle. 7377. Yes. Big plug. Great place. Oh, yeah. Uh, they're always casting models, and it is, it's, I mean, it's so... Disturbing. So disturbing, because you're not generally dealing with people that attractive, that concentrated. Professionally right. attractive. Yeah. That's what I call it. Right. Yeah, that is a, such a great way to put it. And when they talk, sometimes you're like, oh, you are you sound like a normal person. Oh, you sound like you're barely hanging on to any semblance of right. intelligence. There's a, I mean, the gamut is, is run for sure. It's true. That's true. You know what? I find most of the time attractive people don't know how to act like the attractive people that they're written for in scripts. So if they see, like, you know, attractive, like, like Sofia Vergara mm-hmm. is attractive and knows how to play attractive. And so she's a... You know, yeah. millionaire movie star Cameron Diaz, right? Um, knows how to yeah, wear it. Knows how to knows how to act the roles that people write for her to play sexy and you know. I see what you're saying. So only Hispanic women can play hotties. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? That's Kate? what I meant. That's they're what just I meant the best at it. Yeah, they are. They, they, yeah, they're natural with it. Ugh. I agree. I've had sex with no. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into that, Howard. We. Uh, uh, we brought him here after. after Have I had sex with a Hispanic actress? Yes. Was it Sofia Vergara? No. From what? her Bud Light days? No. It's uh, I won't say who it is. Oh. It's not. A, it's not a famous person. Are they on television? Yes. They're not famous. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And I would have to concur with what Kanud said. What's that? Acting. There was passion there. They knew. They knew what was happening. They knew yeah. what was. They knew. What I was bringing to the table. All eyes are on them, and they know it. They know how to deal with it. Hey, um, the guy you were looking at with the uh, hat on? Yeah, we can't have hat. It looks like he's got a massive scar right down the middle of his skull. Oh, God. Yeah. Let's ask That's him about it. 
Hey, we're, <laughs> this podcast hey, is we're going mobile, guys. Hey. We're going to head over there. We're going over to table three. Doing some recon. Why did a pirate cut your skull? What are you talking about? Huh? What? Oh, it wasn't a pirate? What was it? Yeah. That's how you get into it. That's how you get into it. <laughs> you know, this conversation seems too natural. I think we should disclose that we have had a meal together before. We have had lunch. Up in, up in Portland, we did. I don't remember the name of that oh, that's place. that's right. Yeah, where the three of us? Uh-huh. I was here? Yep. Yeah. Well, I was at this past trip. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, I remember. Yeah. I don't think I ate a full meal. I think I was with you guys. I think, you yeah, I think you might have got some nosh. Yeah. If I remember correctly, while we were there, there was a photographer in yeah. there doing photos for their Yelp page. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So they had, like, the owner in there and, like, people acting happy at the cash register. Yeah, we got to see them at their, their bullshitty best. Right. Yeah. That's perfect. Um, yeah. Honestly, like, the, that lunch and other lunches, like... Like that that I had was the reason I, you know, had the idea to do this. So. It's a great idea. Yeah. I was going to ask you where this idea came from. Uh, that was a, that, that was a, <laughs> that was pretty much it. The no, eating no, and no, hanging no, out. Yeah. So, what about the podcast I never eat? This <laughs> way <laughs> so it's deductible yeah. and you can do all that good, good bullshit. Yeah. And plus, too, I don't have to, like, be a host and, like... Interview people. It's just right. You just get to hang. Yeah, get to hang out and shoot the shit. Which for me is one of my favorite parts of doing comedy. Me yeah, too. Hey, you know, the hang. It's just. You know, did you do you ever see? You ever watch Seinfeld's podcast where he goes and eats? Absolutely. Oh yeah, love it. He's, there was one with Sarah. So oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And she was saying how like hanging out and eating with a friend like during the day is like so one of her greatest joys in life that it's actually cost her opportunities just because she knows she's not working as hard as she can because right. that is so much one of her joys. Yeah. I, I would go with that completely. Yeah, I agree. At a certain point, you got to lock into a certain lifestyle that you, that accommodates, you know, that, that suits you. You're yeah. only, you know, you, you got to leave it open like that. Right? I'm with you. Plus, we're, I mean, this is going to be an hour, yeah, an hour and a half. Yeah. yeah. And I did some stuff this morning. I'll probably get into a couple things this afternoon. Yeah. So, yeah. Plus, yeah, I, I mean, all there is in life is the idea that you made me think you're getting ahead. Right. You're not really oh, going it. anywhere. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, there's that. I love it. What did you mean? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying, like, why isn't this as important as going to work? Because it is. Uh, Especially if you're a comedian. Did you see there There was a, a, a nurse that wrote a blog about the top five deathbed regrets that people had? Oh. Because so, she worked in a hospice and she like had I like hundreds it. of... I skimmed it. <laughs> Call back for military. Call back. Uh, but it was like the top five. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll send it to you guys. But it was yeah. like, like... The one was like, I worked too hard. I sacrificed my relationships. Yeah, nobody was like, I... I, I yeah. Uh, yeah. If only I had spent some more time at, you know, at my startup that, you know. Yeah. I think if you make enough money to pay for your lifestyle and you're happy as often as you can be, what else do you, you know, what else is there? The joys in life seem to me to be eating things, right. yeah. watching things, whether it be like funny TV or a model, those chicks. Those models on yeah. the patio. Look Looking at, at things and... Um, Feeling a little bit like you're getting, like you're, you're doing the right thing. Yeah. And solid, uh, authentic connections with people. Yeah. That you, connections, yeah, yes. That I you know and that. respect and, you know. Survive, advance, connect. 
Everybody's doing it. Yeah. Us, bugs, uh, squirrels, everybody's doing it. <laughs> Survive, advance, connect. Yeah. That's yeah. why like solitary confinement is, is considered such a horrible punishment. Uh, because connecting with other uh, of your species, or even a dog, is so important. Right. Yeah, they were having that big hunger strike because yeah. uh, the solitary confinement, people were just like, I guess wardens were just, eh, solitary. Yeah. They'd be there for like two years and not... Two years? Yeah, for like wow. years and years. They'd just be totally cut it's off madness. from everyone. Sometimes I'll go like a day and a half out here, like two days without seeing anybody. And um, yeah, it's just like you get screwed up. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I, I can't imagine. I've got someone up my ass all day, every day, with having a small child. Oh right. And you know, I'm, I'm married on top of that, so there's always someone at the house. But you know, even like a, you know, if I'm if I'm out on the road, just hanging out in a hotel room by myself for two hours, it's like, God, Excited. this is bad. Yeah. Oh bad. <laughs> oh, you oh, start to get lonely. Oh yeah. I mean, unless there's something great to watch, because I don't even. I'm not really a television watching person anymore. So unless it's a super engaging thing, it's like, oh, this is fucking. I'm in like the worst idle position of all time. Exactly. You Especially know, when you're on the road, just waiting for the show to start. Yeah. You, know, like, you wake up at like eight or nine in the morning. This you don't have to be at the club till like seven o'clock. Yeah. Like, what do you do out there? You go to a movie or I don't know, walk around. I always try and check out a city when I'm in it if I can. But yeah. Once you've been there for like one day and you're there for four days, you're like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's a it's a tough game. Yeah, hey, some of you cities need to get more shit to do. I was just in Salt Lake City uh, last month, and they oh, had, yeah. like, the Temple Square. You can go down to the Mormon Temple. And then after that, I was like, oh, yeah. Now what? Yeah, neat. I went to Benihana once there. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Watch an authentic uh, Utahian uh, Japanese guy cook up your food for you. We are wise guys. <laughs> I was in a witness protection program. <laughs> where, where would you like to go, Howard? Uh, uh, what name would you like to pick? I'll do the same name. Same name. Same name. <laughs> Send me to Salt Lake. <laughs> no one's going there. No one's going there to look for me. No. No. That's yeah, a good... So where would you go if you could pick it for a solid... If oh, you had to go for a Can I get a real location? pick? Yeah. Yeah, give me a real pick. You better be ready with an answer. Well, I, I mean, got it's, okay. it's like... I mean, what's the parameters? If, can you pick any city? Because then it's just like, where would I, I mean. I think you're out in the U.S. Uh, federal budget, so you have to keep it in the uh, 50. Keep it in the keep 50. 50. Know where you've lived already, because that would be places that they would look for you. Dukkah. What about, family. are you, I mean, they're not going to hide you in a busy, busy, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? You can't go to no. New York to right. be in the witness group. I don't think you can. I don't, yeah, no, I don't think so. Plus, that's the, all the people you are hiding from are in New York. So, yeah, that's yeah. true. Like, no, How about let's say this? It has to be like a shit scrub city. Right. Or like, okay, that's that's me just, like, it's, a, it's, how about this? It can't, any city that doesn't have a major sports team. Okay. Okay, let's start. Let's start there. All right. So it doesn't mean your city's a scrub shithole. It just means you don't so LA. have a, yeah. Yeah. enough people <laughs> for a sport. Uh, I go live in LA. Boise, Idaho. Ooh. Boise? Okay. Yeah. They got a big my, When I think about like, what my like ideal life and my retirement, you know, mm-hmm. when I become an old man would be, is to have a cabin on a lake. That I can like, as I'm on my porch, I can see the lake through maybe some trees, yeah. and I keep one of those tin boats, you know, tied up to the dock, which yes. is a little motor I'm that gonna... you like with a stick. Yeah. Nice. And um, 
Yeah. So. It'll be great. When I hit like the last final wall out here, like I just can't take it anymore. <laughs> I go. Which for all of us could be any minute. Yeah. I go. You know what I'm gonna do? Yeah. I'm gonna drive out to Boise. Find that canuts and, <laughs> and may, you know what I mean. Sneak in there, yeah. And Cut his throat, take his house. Yeah, maybe yeah. throw his body on that tin boat because I ain't going out there. <laughs> Christopher Dorner style. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Easy. Oh no. Uh, what about you, Paul? Where would you go? Paul? Uh, well, I think I mean my initial thought, and this might get rejected by the board, is uh, a place like Catalina Island. Mm, nice. uh, yeah, I don't think they'd like it. It's like too much of a reward. Yeah. Like, oh. they're not, it seems like, oh, you'll just be on an island. Like, So, so you got to pick somewhere. You're saying landlocked. And you've lived in L.A. I think that counts as L.A. Okay. okay. Uh, Although Catalina is pretty, pretty sweet. Pretty sweet. And it's very, it's like there's not... I don't think that's in the spirit of the game, I have to have say. Have you ever been you over the pick Twin like Harbor a, side? You know, What's that? The Twin Harbor side of Catalina. Uh, it's like the two island, or it's... Something there's like the big the um, what's the big city in Catalina? It's uh, like Avalon. Avalon, thank you. And then on the other side of the island, they drop you off. There's like yeah, a, yeah. A yeah I've been over, over on that side too. It's nice. Nice. It's I don't cool. want to bore you guys for too long, but my <laughs> my great uncle was a band leader, and he he was one of the bands that would play at that big casino. Oh really? In Avalon. Yeah. Oh, that's very that's interesting. Great. And, um, I never knew that until I was taking a tour of the place and looked up on the wall during the tour and saw my great uncle in his orchestra. Dude, that is awesome. That's yeah. so cool. I didn't realize you had show business roots. I kind of didn't either. Like, I knew I had one great uncle that lived in, like, Vegas, but I didn't really know what he did. And then, um, you know, as I got older and started, like, asking around, like, why doesn't anyone ever talk about this guy? Right. <laughs> it was, like, El, El Rancho, which was one of the big original casinos in the 50s. Cool. He played there, and he had, like, a, a big band. And if you look him up, there's, like, there's like What's write-ups. Garwood Van. Garwood Van, that's his name? Garwood Van. Yeah, he was my uncle's it, brother. Underneath my the... My grandmother's brother. The post, I do something like, I'm calling the checklist. Mm-hmm. Anything we, like, reference or talk about, I'll hyperlink that people can just oh, check cool. it out. So, oh, that's yeah. cool. It's yeah. handy. Yeah. It'll go. It's a two-screen experience, everyone. <laughs> it's interactive. Yeah, interactive. Yeah. Houston, you can check in and so. Can we get those mo- van. Maybe we'll get the models info. Their, <laughs> sure. their, yeah. their web their profiles. Their size card on LA Costumes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, did you say where you? Well, I guess you got. Oh, I didn't say from Catalina. Oh, Catalina. Uh, you think of a new one? I guess. Yeah, Lobby Howard's. I'm still going Boise, Idaho. I, I'm feeling like you got to go inland. You got to go to a place where. It's not going to seem like, oh, but you know what I mean? Like, you can't pick New Orleans. Right. right. They got a sports team anyway. But. Plus, you could just be murdered there, even not in the witness <laughs> protection program. Right. Maybe always somewhere, somewhere, Detroit is always murder capital every year yeah. for some reason. Maybe um, somewhere on the Mississippi. Mm, that's know, a good idea. a lot of smaller towns. Mobile, there. Alabama's sweet. I'll tell you what I would pick. Okay. And I never have been there. I'm going to go with. Athens, Georgia. Georgia's awesome. Why? Number one, best accent. <laughs> like, if a girl's got a Georgia accent, oh, I don't yeah. think I don't think that can be tough for me personally. Right. Do you guys want to weigh on that real quick? Well, here they if can it's say an American accent. They can say sweetie and y'all and have it just be adorable. Right. Yeah. yeah. I really. Love I mean, it. it's not like you can't really top it. You're not gonna be like, oh, I want a Wisconsin accent. No, I, I want a no Jersey offense. accent. No, I want a I Jersey mean, accent. It's, it's adorable. I the, agree. The Jersey accent? 
Uh, no. It was like, uh, these you guys, I am Georgia. from New Jersey. Yes. No, no, no. The filter's taking was. a lot of that out, though. It's <laughs> oh, the level. Anytime you're uh, feeling self-help, we'll, we'll take it out in post. Okay. Yeah. It's got a... Uh, Check what to say. Okay, but no, so, I, I'm solidly behind your accent. And then... Uh, yeah, that. And also, it's like a college town. There's music that comes through there. So it's like a small, out-of-the-way place. Yeah. B-52s. B-52s. Yeah, I've been to Atlanta a bunch of times, and it's nice. I liked, I, when I went there, I, I loved the food. The food? I found uh, the people to be extremely nice in a sincere way that is very, it's, it's confusing to a guy with West Coast roots like myself. Everything right. is sort of like, you know, drawly and uh, sarcastic out here. True. Even like the nice snarky. people. Snarky. You just can't get away from it. Yeah. Um, no, when I was, uh, uh, I used to be on a, a series on Cartoon Network. What was the series? It was called Out of Jimmy's Head. I oh, was, okay. uh, it was live action mixed with 2D animation. And uh, basically I was part of the, it was like a Roger Rabbit kind of a thing. Cool. But, um, so I was the bad guy on this kid show, but it was all oh. 2D. Oh, so anytime they, I'm telling him uh, Howard's back. Um, we tape it? Yeah, we got back to it. We just went back. I tried to pause it, but uh, then Paul started laying the gold down. And I was like, no, no, we got it. So um, instead of, um, they flew me out to Atlanta to do promos and any of that other stuff. Uh, For what? Thank you. For this show I was on, it was a Cartoon Network show called Out of Jimmy's Head. It was a kid show. I was basically the bad guy in a kid show. And uh, it was cheaper for them to fly me to Atlanta than for them to set up a, a crew here in L.A. to, to do this stuff. So they'd fly me out and put me up at, like, the nice hotel and, you know, I'd That's great. do the promos. Yeah. Oh, it was Oops. super great. Oh. I was sitting at the Five Seasons one time, and uh, there's this guy, John, who is an AD friend of mine, and he was just sitting at this table full of people. And I, hey, John, how's it going? He's like, oh, hey, man. He's like, hey, meet my friends. And his friends were the Black Crows. So I was like, oh, <laughs> oh hi, nice. Robinson Brothers. Wow. And they were in town to do a show. And like they gave me passes, and I was kind of hanging out and oh, partying with the Black Crows. They, they, were put super on, nice. they put on a good show. I've seen a the Black Crows before. Show. They know what they're yeah, doing. But it was, they just, it was at a place called the Variety Playhouse Theater in an uh, area of Atlanta called Five Points. Uh-huh. And it was just the Robinson brothers. Uh, Chris and... Is Rich is the brother? Mm-hmm. It's the other brother who plays guitar. And so uh, Chris just sang, and the Chris, I want to say his brother was Rob or whatever. He played guitar, and then they just sat in two chairs, and that was, that and was that the was show. It. That was the whole show. It was awesome. That's cool. I, I saw them open for Tom Petty, and they had, you know, it's like it was some big place out in the in, uh, Inland Empire, and they uh, they had all these. It was this massive place, and they got little candles and just like drapes, kind of oh, hanging. Yeah. I was like, Hippie oh man, Hippie. they were really setting like a vibe up there. Big it was time. So funny. They they went for it, man. They were really good. Yeah, they own it. That's for sure. That's when I listen to your like, uh, you know, who charted. I always, one of the things I'm always struck by is like. I don't know who these musicians are. Right. Like 80% of them. I mean, without right. cool ops, he's like, here's this. Yeah. And I was just like, I don't know right. the... I mean, that's, yeah. I, since we started doing that show, I, I know a lot more about just, like, modern pop. And, right. You know, because that's, like... Pop is sometimes, like... I think a lot of, like, men don't listen to pop, like... Right. Since they were a kid, yeah. Then maybe they have kids, and then they hear it again, right? And they hate it. And Disney tunes, <laughs> yeah. Like, what? what the hell? I find like I listen to when I'm in the car. I listen to NPR, 
uh, Audible books oh. or you know something on my Pandora station. Yeah, but as far I, as like listen to like K Rock or something, you know, it's just not really. I'm, yeah, I'm allergic to commercials, just of any any type at all. Just hearing them or seeing, they just I can't do it. And I got this. I, I use Pandora in my car. I can use it through the deck. It's pretty great. Cool. And so I just sort of, uh, if I hear of a band that I want to explore a little bit, uh, and you know, recently people were getting on my ass for not knowing who Haim were. Yeah, Haim, those uh, the ladies, they're yeah. sisters. They have a rock outfit. Yeah. yeah, and you know, it's a very Wilson Phillipsy kind of a group. Well, I'll, now I have to look up Haim. Look Thanks up a Haim. lot, Paul. Well, the the thing is, is they're, they I didn't love them, but I made a station uh, through them, and then I found like two other bands that I actually really liked, yeah. Sleigh Bells. Yeah. Love Sleigh Bells. Really cool band and uh, the XX are another XX, really cool yep. another really cool band with yeah. I had no no idea of these bands they've been around for you know some of them eight years or whatever it's I like, know I Heart just... is a band of sisters <laughs> Heart yeah from Seattle Washington uh, Wilson, Heart, Phillips. Wilson Phillips Heart um, you might say that uh, I think the Bengals have two sisters if I'm not mistaken really there's Suzanne Hoffs and I think the other two two women are sisters I actually uh, went to, ah, this is going to sound so crazy, but my sister-in-law's son, my nephew, goes to a school, and one of the one of his classmates is the son of a woman from the Bengals. So they played a benefit show in the gymnasium for like 50 people. That's amazing. And they were like playing like Walk Like an Egyptian, and all the kids were up to, like with tambourines and That's stuff, really and they were, yeah. it's like, ah, oh, Suzanne Hobbs. She was so hot. Yeah, she still yeah. is hot. Oh, she is. She still is hot. It's working. Married to Jay Roach, the great comedy director. I had no idea. I don't know if it's true. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you said it with such confidence. She's yeah. just like, oh. I yeah. bought that for sure. I big time. Who's the Susanna Hoffs of this generation? Oh, good question. Great. That's a great question. Is it Nicki Minaj? I'm just saying that because she's on the TV in the back. Yeah, she's on know. Queen Latifah's show. Nicki Minaj is another person I couldn't... If you played me five songs, I couldn't pick which one is hers. Oh, she's the one that sounds like a robot. I she's see. like a cool robot sound. I kind of like. I kind of like. Nicki Minaj can a... rhyme. She has a lot of great rhymes. Cool. Yeah. Now check it out. She's an interesting flavor. She's a star. Yes. Yeah. If yeah. Nicki Minaj walks into a room, and then you walk into a room, or me. Okay. Minaj fair. is a star. Yeah. <laughs> she carries it. Can I pound the table? Please. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> as long as you don't talk over the pounding, then you're yeah. fine. Because <laughs> this, this is bad. But this is fine. These are mics, huh? They look like speakers. Yeah, they're little microphones. And these are already, this is already a good unit. I know a lot, I see a lot of comics using this unit to record their sets, and they sound, I mean, they sound amazing. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Um, I, before I, like, I got this straight away because I, I heard good things and then before I bought these I, I went to a rental shop and rented them out mm. and, uh, and field tested a couple different different ways to do it and this is far and away the best so it's I mean, it's nice yeah my favorite part is like you just you don't have weird headphones and you're not like talking into a microphone every time I put on headphones and there's a mic in front of me traditionally I'm like all right, here we go. Time to you know yeah, you're doing like morning radio, radio music, and you're just yeah. trying to like so Paul, where you from? Hey, what are you doing? I know. So I understand you got some shows at 
go bananas this weekend. Well, that's that's kind of you. I don't. Uh, <laughs> I find that when I get the cans on, right. that's what we call them in the biz. The uh, cans. I can't help. I just started going a lot of the times very Robin Williams. Like I start to do a lot of voices, and it's sort of just because I think I'm hearing it so much. I'm just so into. Just, you, know, you don't no. listen to your voice most of the time. That's why when you hear it recorded, you're like, is that how I sound? Yeah. Is that how I sound like that? Now, Howard, on the other hand, he listens to all of his own podcasts. As you should. I was so brutal. When we first started, we did edits. We would edit them a little bit, which we don't do anymore. Having to listen to them was so brutal. Um, not that they're bad. It's just you don't want to have to go back and listen to what you're... Right. Yeah. Um, and there's, at least for me, when I do this stuff, it feels a little self-indulgent. Where you're just like, kind of like sitting there listening to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. It's different when there's people involved. But like You're like editing your own album or something. Or like a, a video that you've done. Yeah. I just kind of... Uh, I just got new pictures like taken last week. Oh, you did? From uh, Mandy Johnson, who does uh, the Super Series show. I don't know show. who wouldn't want to listen to this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great show. But I'm sitting there, I'll keep it short, with like two pages, three pages of images of yourself as you're looking through it. You're just like... I'm the biggest dick in the world. That's oh, the, yeah, that's the thing is, the, the hardest part of getting into... Well, it depends. For some people, it's not that hard to just yeah. look at pictures of themselves. Like these models. I'm sure they, it's oh, one of their favorite them. things. Oh, I, I forgot about them. Are they still here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need to get new headshots. And it's like, you know, it, it creates anxiety. And I feel like that's true for almost everybody I know, especially comedians. And they put it out for, you know, two years longer than they should. They've Seems got, like you could do it with a phone now at this point. Couldn't you get, like, a really no. good shot with your phone? I mean, what, what, what do they need a headshot for at this point? Can, it, with just your name, they could hit search and see 40 pictures of you. That's like, why does, any, why, does, why does anybody need anything beyond your name? Man. I don't know. Are there other Paul Dankies, if you, like, Google Paul Danky? No. Well, I, there are, but there, I mean, I, I dom- I'm dominating them. Sure. Some, uh, I'm sure that's nothing. No, that's fine. We pray, we pray, we pray that they're okay. I used to have a girlfriend nice. who would do that. Oh, really? Yeah, that's yeah. nice. That's I made fun of her at first, but then after we broke up, I'll, do, I'll like take on a girlfriend's characteristics a little bit after we break up. It's real weird. I'll catch myself talking like them. But I picked I pick that up. That's cool. From Jamie. Nothing wrong with putting good energy out there. Yeah. It doesn't hurt anybody. We pray, we pray, we pray that they're okay. Yeah, and then you get on with your life, you know, hit that bowl, whatever you're doing. Sure. Throw a beer can out the window while you're driving. <laughs> Have a park. Go on with your life. Yeah. What do you mean? Pray that they're okay, but then do something very dangerous? Yeah. Well, I'm just assuming if you're like me, you probably were doing you something. Just litter. You just litter. I was just carrying it. I was just sitting here. Uh, but yeah, could be. No, you're not just sitting here. You're eyeballing those models, those poor we're, girls. We're putting a lot of energy I, into each other. It's, it's, it's working. It's working. It's, it's happening. I like, feel it. If, it. if you itched when people stared at you, those girls would be like... Yeah. Hives. I'm not just like saying this. Hives all over themselves. Right when you said that, my head yeah. started itching. Of course, it I, did. I swear it wow. did. Wow. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, they would be itchy all the time. I'm sure. Uh, the other woman that's not having sex with me is gone. Yeah. yeah. I she am took not. Too. Yeah, they left a while ago. Who was the guy that you said? Pitbull. Pitbull. It was Pit- <laughs> Pitbull and you, uh, Kardashian. Uh, yeah. There's so many of that couple walking around this town. That's true. Guys with a little bit of money and a bad hairline, so they just start shaving their head and wearing loud pants and wearing big wraparound glasses. And 
some girl that's really not attractive is playing attractive, which is, this is the wrong town to pull that move in. Because hey, she can't control how attractive she is. Yeah, but there's a certain way to showcase your natural beauty without sort of adhering to the cosmopolitan ideal of what attractive is. I agree with that. I She's agree bougie. That She's, She's bougie. bougie. Yeah. Bougie. Just hey, how so be a good person? That's pretty attractive. No. Not my book. <laughs> I, I like, like some model young. Just for the record. I like a little bit of, you know, a little bit of pathos. Yeah. No, uh, uh, yeah. Obviously, a lady that is nice is going to be nice on the outside and the inside. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? No. Well, they age properly. Well, they age better. Yeah. True. It's true. Like my my wife does not look. I mean, she hasn't aged in ten years. She, her, her and it's and, my, and she's she's like oh, I'm gonna start getting gray hair I'm like yeah well you can there you should at this point that's not a crazy thing you should just right. be happy that you've made it this right. far when, you know you're just keeping your youth right. I'm aging in a natural way ah, what, what am I doing no <laughs> no it's time is happening why <laughs> now when I start aging I'm gonna leave her and get a sports car but as that you is, should as you should that's what that separate bank account is for <laughs> saving up for that boxster for that yellow vet yeah. that yellow vet it's like that separate cell phone uh, Walter White's <laughs> yeah. yeah I got the, I got the other cell phone <laughs> don't worry about it uh, hey have you heard of some show in Westwood uh, late night tonight I think I'm supposed to do it uh, at, in Westwood uh, I wonder where it would even Improv be Improv space in Westwood oh, oh yeah there's one by yeah. Internet out there yeah. oh okay I played there but yeah. when it was Carl Hess's show yeah yeah the yeah, Saturday Sunday Sunday show. Show. hang around there yeah that's right that's right this would be a fun spot sure this show is very funny I think I've seen it. Saw a little bit of the first season. I definitely liked it. It's so funny because the second season started. It's really good. You see how much editing that has to do, you know, do with like, you know, the rhythm, the way they chop it up. Yeah, he he did that show. He did to Tim and Eric. And he does Portlandia too, which is like not as heavy on the editing, but the little flourishes they do are amazing. Have you listened to his podcast? Uh, No, it's really really funny. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, uh, I listened to the one that had. Nick Rutherford uh-huh. on it. Oh yeah, and it was the one that I hadn't, I hadn't really listened to before. But I clicked on and listened, and it was it was great because he does those flourishes within the context of the show. Yeah, like if somebody's on a laptop and he's just like, "I'm gonna do you good." It's just <laughs> that sting of uh, I don't know. It's a lot of fun. Makes yeah. it funny. Oh, it's got that morning zoo energy with none of the cheesiness to it. It's, yeah, it's not toothless. He's really, I mean, he's such a, he's such a bizarrely influential character with all of his editing work that he's done. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's a cool it's, guy. Some, it's a whole, Super it's nice. a whole aesthetic. And his uh, web series, Poundhouse, mm-hmm. it's hilarious. Great. Yeah, he's a great Poor Lady is probably my favorite show, like, the last five years. Wow. It's got to be up there. It's real, yeah, it's really good. I mean, it's, it's I so they, damn funny. They just figured out how to do a funny sketch show. Which is hanging on the skeleton of a city, right? You know, which and is and also like to do it with just two people too. Yeah. yeah, and as a guy, it's over. <laughs> it's over. Yeah, oh, it's so over, and it hits it right on the head too. Yeah, the whole scene up there. 
Yeah, as a guy from the Pacific Northwest, yeah. it just all hits me so, it's just so clean. Hey, speaking of which, did you see the girl twerking on the cop car in Bellingham? You bet I did, yeah. I <laughs> that was a huge thing. Paul Dankier is from Bellingham, Washington. Yeah. My there was old, a viral picture like two weeks ago, right? Yeah, I shared it on Facebook. My old alma mater, Western Washington University, got caught up in a very, just, uh, you know, it was a bunch of kids that wanted to relive that Project X uh, movie where it was sort of a, about a party that caught, caught on virally through inviting people and it ended up being a few thousand people. Is that people flash mob? Up. Is that what they, they used to call it that? No, flash mobs like a, uh, where people, like if, if everybody that you saw sitting here right. just got up and started dancing to a coordinated song, that gotcha. would be a flash mob. This is Total a, eclipse of the heart. What the <laughs> hell? Right. Uh, yeah, so this party just sort of broke out, and then the cops showed up. And when the cops showed up, the party got bigger. Wow. Uh, and then, like, the ones that were, uh, you know, the people that were partying that were adults. I, I, wait for a, I wait for the cops to show up. Then I go to the <laughs> <laughs> I tried to hang out earlier, guys. Hey. You get to go home by 1030. Yeah. Cops are here. Just heads up. This thing's going to get huge now. <laughs> but this, that just shows how much people uh, blanketly don't. Uh, respect cops anymore that you've just got some young blonde chick throwing her legs up twerking on a cop car not sweating it at all right. like, at all and right. it's like it's that entitlement mm -hmm. it's the like it's also, this is totally fine it also goes to show you how many people are looking to have like a, a picture go viral the, she nailed it yeah like she nailed it before the days of Instagram she's not probably getting even up on that yeah. Plus, you couldn't uh, like go individually to people one at a time for five million people and say, "Hey, I'm a dumb slut." <laughs> <laughs> one picture will take care of. One picture. It's like a dumb slut headshot. <laughs> she, but and she even kept her face off it though. So there's a bit of modesty to the uh, to it. It cracked me up so much because my school, uh, Western, it was a very, it's a very political kind of a school. It's yeah. a very progressive. And just to see a, a flagrant sort of bratty thing yeah. pop up, it's just, uh, I mean, the university really had it coming. They really had it coming. <laughs> They're too uh, high up on their horse. Yeah. It was really funny. Oh, that's hilarious. I'll have to get that image from you. I'll, I'll put it. Oh, in yeah. the, I'll put it in the post. Yeah, it's on my FB page for yeah. sure. Uh, I saw some. One of my old professors was complaining about it and saying how it was like you know a bad mark to the community. And I'm yeah. just like, thank I you mean, very much. Everything was it, great. It got out of control, sure, sure. But you know, given the local law enforcement a little razzing, that feels just like you know. College pranks. That doesn't feel totally out of mind. I'd be like, no, nobody's afraid that's going to like lead to the society crumbling. Yeah, it's like, it's up there. Yeah, those are, I mean, those are champagne problems. That's when your community is in good shape when those Smash are champagne. Big. Yeah. Smash champagne problems. Uh. I actually might have to go to the bathroom again. Cool. Okay. Do you think do you want to you want to sign this off? Yeah, I feel like uh, that's a good. Wanna, oh yeah, uh, can't go too loud on these things. Hey. Charities you're involved in, projects you're working on, anything you want to talk about? Paul. Uh, yeah, I would love if you check me out on Twitter at Paul Danky, and that is just a good way. There's only really one Paul Danky working in the biz, so you're you great just, on oh, Twitter, Paul. Cool. Thank you, you are hilarious, dude. Thank you. Great sure. on Twitter. Um, I'm Howard Kramer. Follow me on Twitter. Howard K-R-E-M-E-R Listen to my podcast Who Charted On the Earwolf Network Of shows Such a company man Such a great name Oh thank you <laughs> um, And uh, Buy my albums On Bandcamp How Howard Kramer On Bandcamp I have six music albums Go buy them Cool Thanks y'all Oh thank yeah. you 
out, my friends. That is it. Episode 5 of the Grabbing Lunch Podcast. Thank you to Howard Kramer and Paul Danke for hanging out with me, sharing a meal. It was super fun. I, I always enjoy doing this podcast. That's, I think that's the secret to doing anything. Make sure you're enjoying it as much as you can. Uh, go to GrabbingLunch.com. Stay in touch. Go to MattKnutson.com. Uh, also, if you got the, uh, the calendar out, mark the date if you're in Los Angeles. It's Saturday, December 7th. At 8 p.m., I'm recording my next album at the world-famous Hollywood Improv. Also, don't forget to uh, to find the Grabbing Lunch podcast. Uh, follow it on SoundCloud. Uh, subscribe to it on iTunes, Stitcher Radio. These come out every Wednesday. Next week, Episode 6, Aaron Foley and Jackie Cation. It is a good one. Uh, we just, all three of us just laughed and had such a great time. I, I can't wait for you guys to hear it. That's uh, episode six every Wednesday. Uh, it's the Grabbing Lunch Podcast. I'm Matt Knudsen. Thank you so much for listening. And in the immortal words of Russell Simmons, thank you all for coming. God bless. Good night. Good night.